Well, people, welcome back welcome to another back. episode of Dust W. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm in a weird mood. This might be really fun or really weird. One of the two. Or, <laughs> or both. Who knows? Right, yes. <laughs> I, I hope both, but we'll see. We'll see. Indeed, oh, indeed. man. How are, you, how, how are you, my friend? The people need to know. I am doing awesome. Um, I believe since the last time we recorded, I am now married, whereas previously I was just engaged. Oh, that was before, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's been a while, to say the least. Wow, it has. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I am very happy to be recording once again. This is very good. Indeed, indeed. And it has been now the summer months. I, of course, have mixed opinions on that, as Aaron knows. Maybe we'll come to that later. <laughs> I can't remember if we've mentioned that ever on the podcast, but we might have to describe to the listeners again my angst towards summer for many reasons. <laughs> but <laughs> we can only do that on a day that you're really fired up about it. It's true. It's true. I'm pretty melancholy about it right now. So Okay. 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 Yeah. No, melancholy is no good. You need to be like... You need to be like shouting. That's that's that's, <laughs> that's the ideal. That's, if that's I'm not funniest. in a furious rage, it's not worth recording. They so, <laughs> gotta get the always... true picture. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, see, that's that's that was always the funniest times with my friends back in high school. Was well, like we were playing video games, and whenever they were shouting at each other or at the at the game, it, it was it, I was I was dying. I was laughing so hard. It was great. It was great. It's true. Those are some of the best moments in life, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> the one redeeming aspect of summer is that I get a meet up with my friend Aaron in various locations for summertime merriment, if you will. Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Should we tell them about these events that occurred? Yes, yes, uh, yes, we should. Can I have the honors? Please do, please do. I, <laughs> I have not thought about it this enough to know like what I was going to say, you know? <laughs> it's like, I'm best when I've been thinking about a topic for like hours beforehand. That's, that's the best time to catch me. True. Likewise for me. Anyways, so now that I and Aaron are both married men and a couple of our other friends got married as well uh we have to find more excuses to hang out with each other and all of our spouses one of the cities nearby was having their local you know city fest you know for the summer like the founding of the city and so they had yeah. fireworks and a parade and a fair and all this type of stuff so we just determined in this group to meet up to go to this fair and eat food and watch things and all the good stuff so that was the last time I got to see the good man, Aaron. Ah, uh, and it was good. It was so good. Absolutely delightful. Most particularly, the atmosphere of fairs is the best. It's it's nice to be at a fair. Like, they're full of lots of energy, and it gets me... It starts... I start to get kind of pumped, kind of like I do at um, amusement parks. <laughs> Not nearly as close as you do at amusement parks, because I've seen you at amusement parks, but yes, a little bit pumped. Like maybe 20% there. (laughs) I think part of it was that we weren't near the rides. If we'd been more near the rides, I went to another city festival a couple weeks after, 
And when we were near the rides, I, I felt this like excitement building in me. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I need to ride something. I need to get up there into the sky. It's true. We did stay pretty distant from those. But... Which was too bad. But <laughs> Although I will say, like theme parks, I feel much safer on the rides at like fairgrounds i don't know why but <laughs> rides seem a little bit shadier you know like did they really right, screw right. in every bolt where they needed to screw it in you know and <laughs> right exactly is everything like... tightened and all that i don't know i don't know i'm a little less trustworthy on those types. <laughs> like three days ago this was a semi-truck and now it's a ride like what what it's true it's true um i do have to say going back to fairs though fair food is a strangely unique thing but there's like go-tos you have to get and we thankfully got two of those i feel okay which is cool. navajo tacos yes and kettle corn like i don't know why but you have to get those every time you go to a fair or something like it yes yes it's it's just the perfect food it just fits you know right <laughs> it's just it's uh and it's so yummy because it's always like it's mostly like fried or treat like and so it's like kettle corn you're like it's sweet and salty and amazing and delicious and you get like navo tacos where you're like yeah it's fry bread covered in food and you're like oh yes <laughs> well, my uh my my wife's thing is funnel cakes she has to get funnel mm. cakes and i was gonna ask about this because my sisters are the same way they always oh. have to get funnel cake. Okay. I haven't had a funnel cake in a long time, but I don't remember liking it that well. But I feel like it's also one of those go-to that most people would agree on. So I'm willing to, you know, lower my stance <laughs> if needed and say, you can have your funnel cake if you want. <laughs> lower your stance. Yes, indeed. Thank you peasants can eat your fried bread. <laughs> But I will be having something different, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to have this other fried bread, because it's better. It's superiorly fried. See it, look at it, it's better. No, we got a, we got a funnel cake at one of the other fairs. It was actually, I was kind of in the same boat that you were in, but sharing it between three people and not expecting anything good out of it, those things helped me enjoy a funnel cake, so... When you have no expectations. <laughs> As my wife recently told me, you know, like, no expectations, and you did better than that, so you're good. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Movies are like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was better than no fried food, so, you know, it's good. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. Um, to bring up another point about these festivities. I want your opinion, just honest opinion on parades. If I say parade, what do you think? What do you feel? So, hmm. so, so stage one of hearing this word, the first stage is I get kind of excited. I'm like, ah, oh, a parade. Wouldn't it be fun to go sit down and watch a parade, <laughs> and hang out with people and, oh, it'd be delightful. You know, I, I just have this like, ah, oh, it'd be fun. It'd be good. And and then, and then stage two is like yeah but like are parades really that great and then like there's like this 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 i can sense this like this buffer 
it's this like I don't I, I don't know like a shield almost that, that is up in my mind where it's like what do you remember about the last parade you went to and it's like I don't know I can't remember anything about the last parade I went to there's like this curtain hanging down that prevents right, you from seeing right. into your past <laughs> right right the mind is trying to protect itself obviously and the and then the final stage is remembering that I don't like parades <laughs> and re- remembering that, Hey, remember the last time you were to parade? Yeah, that was heckin' boring. Like that was, that was not fun. You didn't have fun. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh yeah, right. <laughs> so parades, thumbs down, strong, strong thumbs down. That is hilarious. Cause I think that's the exact same stages I go through. Really? Like every time I'm like, yeah, like a parade, that sounds like a fun activity, you know? And then like you actually go to it and you're like, why do we do this? <laughs> why is this enjoyable? <laughs> right. You're like, this is exactly as fun as I remember it being last year. Now that I'm here, it's exactly the same. And I'm having exactly the amount of fun that I had before. <laughs> yeah. Like, but you're right. Like for some reason you have to like go and do it. And, like, be in the experience to realize that you don't want to do it again. <laughs> but then, like, right, by that point, right. it's too late. Like, Yeah, yeah, because you're there. You're at the parade. <laughs> I just wish, like, past me would, like, come and, like, talk to current me and be like, no, don't you remember <laughs> <laughs> how hot and sweaty you were and you were totally bored? And anyway. <laughs> It's like, I just don't know if I'm like, if I'm doing something wrong. Like, am I doing parades wrong? Like, you just go and you just sit and you watch it, right? Like, is that all that I'm supposed to do? Because it feels like I'm missing a piece, you know? I, I think that's all you're supposed to do. Um, I don't know. I feel like parades are, first of all, a really old tradition. Yeah. And I feel like they're one of those entertainments that have just survived because they have this long history and... No one wants to be that person that cancels the city parade, you know, or whatever it may be. Right, right. That's exactly it. The, the, the planning committee is getting together for the party, the city party, and they're like, so uh, we're going to do all these things. And if anyone even thinks about the word parade, <laughs> like there has to be a parade and, and you can't just like be like, no, no parade this year. Like everyone knows yeah. there'll be a parade. Yeah. I, and I think it's mostly for kids, right? But I would be curious because I feel like Nowadays, with so many, like, phones and technologies, you know, there's more distractions. Because, like, when yeah. I was a kid, parades were magical because we just sat around all day anyways, you know. Like, we didn't have phones <laughs> to play games on and that stuff. <laughs> so, a it's like, David hey. Is just, a young David is just like, I don't have anything else to do, so this is fine. <laughs> yeah, I exactly. wasn't doing anything else. <laughs> Floats are more exciting when you're a kid, you know, and yeah, those types of things. But when you're an adult, you'd realize it's all just, like, advertising. Like, that's a really frustrating thing for me is, like, watching and going, I am coming on my own will to watch advertisements go by at a very <laughs> extremely slow pace. <laughs> right, right. Like, if I, really, if I really had to binge some advertisements, you know what I'd do? I'd go to the YouTube and I'd click on YouTube videos and watch the five seconds of the ad and then click skip and then go to the next video so that I could get all my five seconds in. You know, I don't, I don't want to sit there for and you gotta get that minutes. advertisement fix in your life. There are faster ways than parades for sure. Seriously. And what kind of, what kind of psychopath has an advertisement fix that they need? 
Like, who likes advertisements? Nobody. Nobody likes advertisements. Ah, it's just ah. It's all a parade is. It is. And I, I, I enjoyed them as a kid. Yeah. But I'd, I'd be curious, like, if kids nowadays enjoy them the same as we did in the past, given that they have more things they can do. Right. Kids right. are more easily distracted. I don't know. So I'd love to have that scenario. And I would love to see what would happen if people, if they just got rid of a parade. I'm sure there would be an uproar, but I would be curious how quickly that would die off. Yeah. Well, there'd be an uproar <laughs> for like five minutes until, <laughs> until the party goes off without a hitch and we just have fun the whole time. And no one's like, ah, but see, and no one says anything bad about parades. Like, like everyone's just like, yep, it was a parade. Done. You know? It's like this this unspoken rule that you can't like diss on a parade. Yeah, like, yeah. At least I feel that way. I I'd feel like uncomfortable being like super negative towards city parades and stuff. Right. Yeah. Well, cuz and that's just the thing is this cuz it's like, well, what, what are you actually being negative about? And it's like, well, uh people are wasting their time. It's like, yes, but they're choosing to waste their time. And you're like, <laughs> yes, but like but we could be doing something different, something better, something more interesting. And they're like, yes, but people come to the parade. People always come to the parade. <laughs> it's true. It's, true. <sighs> it's just, it's, 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 it's crazy. So I guess the question is, we might as well talk about it right now is what is the solution, right? How do we solve this problem? of parades? <sighs> so I have two thoughts. I have two thoughts for the, okay. the, the ways to fix this. Um, the first thought, is a change in the way we watch parades. Okay. Because I think, I think the most fun I've ever seen at a parade was this. Uh, it was a, it's like a year or two back. Um, there was this uh, group of people sitting, in, you know, sitting in their lawn chairs, just like everyone does, out on the sidewalk for the parade. Right? Great, awesome. So the parade's coming by, and they got like front row seats, and this whole group of people was like. I don't know. I don't know how to put it. Like, like the way I am about about amusement parks and in amusement parks, <laughs> that, <laughs> that is the amount of hype and excitement that they had for the parade. Aaron, I can't visualize a whole group of people acting like that. There would be so much <laughs> chaos, but may, maybe <laughs> like on a subdued level compared to what you have, and then I can kind of start seeing it. But yes, okay. I'm getting the visual in my mind now. But right, continue. right. So... So, like, every time a float would come by, man, those guys were cheering, and they were trying to get the signs, those big banners that they walk across the street with, they're trying to get them to spin around, and, and the, you know, they're trying to trying to make these people do interesting things, and, and like, just cheering, and they were so excited, <laughs> and they're just, yeah! And it was like, it, it made the parade more enjoyable for everyone, I think. Everyone around them, at least. Probably had a better time. Because these people were actually trying to have fun, whereas the rest of us are just sitting there going, oh my gosh, when will it be over? It was fun for 10 <laughs> minutes, but not for two hours. Hmm. Okay, interesting. <sighs> so that's like my first, my first thought. But my first obvious drawback is that being that excited and that amped for something as boring takes a lot of work. <laughs> especially when especially yes. when not everyone around you is that amped it's like it's like doubly hard to be excited about something when no one else around you is excited and so it's like right uh, okay so so there's <laughs> obvious i see obvious problems with this with this solution we'll come back to that we'll come back to that okay okay 
My second solution is speed the freaking parade up. <laughs> Make those floats go faster. That's exactly what my thought was, but yes. <laughs> I, I just don't understand why they're so slow. I mean, we we got cars underneath those things, right? Right. They just they just need to abolish all safety <laughs> in terms of how fast they go, where they're allowed to go. Right. I don't right. care if floats are bumping into children and knocking them over. You know, <laughs> they have all those rules now about throwing candy because it like hits people and stuff, and kids what? running on the road. I'm like, I don't care. Like, oh, throw land. all the hard candy you want. Like, the more bruises, the better, in my opinion. Right. Like. <laughs> Right, I want well, mass should... chaos to ensue <laughs> at these parades. We want a we want an organized inline riot. That's what we want. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically a line mosh pit is what we're going for. <laughs> it's just like cuz cuz that's the thing that gets you with parades is it's like it was fun for 10 minutes, you know? It was fun in the beginning. It started out fun because you're like, wow, look at all this fun stuff. This is really great. And then and then an hour into it, you're like, oh my gosh, where is the end of the parade? And you look down the street and guess what it looks like? Floats. Floats <laughs> as far as the eye can see. And it's, just, it's, it's like, like, get rid of all the walkers. <laughs> Everyone who's walking, put them on a float. Everyone gets strapped in. Mm-hmm. Barricade the sides of the road so no one can get on the road. And you haul down that road. <laughs> I think that would be optimal. With candy cannons, t-shirt guns, all the good things. All the good things in life. I, I completely agree on this point. And to your first point, I mean, that's that's what should be fun, right? Is the getting amped about it. But you can't do that unless they're providing the proper entertainment, right? So making things go faster, ignoring all these silly safety things, right? <laughs> also, I feel like floats and just all the stuff in general has gone down over the years. Just yeah. in quality. Like, yeah. When we went to the one we were at, there were maybe three floats where I said, like, oh, that was cool. Like, I would have thought that was cool as a child, you know? Right. That's a that's a cool float. Right. Everything else was like, oh, here's our business. And it's just like a truck. And it has yeah. a banner on it, you know? Yeah. There was, like, there was like the local tire, sh- tire shop with, with a truck and a trailer that had tires all on the trailer. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, it's like, what? <laughs> What are you doing? Like, we should be like rolling these tires down the street. Like that would be interesting. <laughs> that would be fun. Or like food companies or food trucks. Like just drive their food truck or their catering truck. And it's like, that's not a float. Like, come on. <laughs> like, don't give me this crap. <laughs> I know what a float looks like. Seriously. Seriously. It's like a float should not, you should not even be able to tell there's a car under the float. That's what a float is. <laughs> yes. Yes, Exactly. Another another issue is mm-hmm. all the like grand marshals and people they honor at the beginning that drive in the old cars. Yeah. That that needs to take up like maybe three cars length total. Like I want them driving <laughs> bumper to bumper and like fifty miles per hour. Like I don't want to see those things in a line for hours and hours and hours on end, you know, like I'm glad we're honoring you, but get out of the way of the floats. Like, yes, we got important yes. stuff to see. 
But there's not enough floats anyways. There's all this crappy stuff. There needs to be more legit floats. Right, yeah. Bigger, bigger, badder floats. And I agree wholeheartedly. Like, what are they doing sitting in them old-time Ford first model? I can't even remember what it's called. (laughs) Model T Fords. Model, thank you. They're sitting in all these Model T Fords. Like, they should be sitting in the back of, like, something big and something fast. (laughs) And I love it. Bumper to bumper, as fast as they can get down that stretch of road. I want want engines... Like jet engines on the back of those cars, you know, like <laughs> flames bursting out the back. They could do single file if they did that. Like increase the speed to like a hundred miles per hour, and they're just like <laughs> zooming across. You know, like that right, would be right. I'd accept that. Yes, yes. And for example, there was a float with a dragon head on it. I was like, that's pretty mm-hmm. cool, dragon head. But like, why isn't that thing breathing fire? We got the technology <laughs> for that. Where's the pyrotechnics? Like, we can totally upgrade some of this stuff. I want LED lights. I want whatever you can give me. Small explosions. Whatever's needed. (laughs) Make it look better. (laughs) Yes. The music's got to be bumping, too. (laughs) It's true. They never have music. Man, there's nothing more boring than just watching trucks drive by and you're like, oh, come on. Right. I do do have to say, most people probably disagree, but I was in marching band. And I like a good marching band going by. But Oh, yeah. When the marching band's not going, I want other things playing their music that's a good point like where's where's the reuben tubes with the flames that bounce up along with the bass and the songs you know like where are those on the floats this is what i want to see you know what the marching band should do instead of barricades on the sides of the road we just get a bunch of high school marching bands and we line them up on the sides of the road <laughs> so that they march like they do their regular speed march because it's nice and slow, right? And they're playing music the whole time while they're marching down the street on the sides <laughs> to keep people inside, you know, because you're not going to try and jump in front of some dude with a with a tuba. Like, that's just not a good idea, you know? <laughs> right. He's just going to step on you, and that's no good. And so you block off the road that way. So then you have constant music and protection. Yeah, and if like a car a car goes off the side or whatever, it hits into the tuba before it hits into somebody else. So like exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> just, safer. Yes, <laughs> they're just high school kids. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, high school kids. I don't mean it like that. <laughs> I'm glad we're in agreement on this, though. Thank you for yes. enlightening me. Maybe maybe we should redo our local parade and be like the marshals that determine which floats are allowed in and give like suggestions like, uh-uh, like this isn't going to cut it, buddy. Where are the lights or the music or you got to do something to this. Right. Right. We got to make it like a, a, like a well-known worldwide competition. This parade <laughs> is the parade. There is right. no parade other than this parade. And it's the baddest. It's the biggest. It's the, meanest it's the loudest right and you got to do anything you can to get in this parade right and then we then then you reduce the number of floats to like i don't know like 20 30 30, i don't know however many drove by minus half divide that whatever whatever was in that last one divide that in half and double the speed that gets us a quarter time on the whole that gets us a quarter time on the whole parade and then they're like people coming from all around the world to watch this parade it's the world's most amazing 20 minute parade yes like it's the best 20 minutes of your life (laughs) 
it's going to be awesome, you know. Right. No waste right. of time. Every moment is a moment of amazingness. I like See, it. And if we did that, we could actually, you know what we could actually do? We could actually slow it down. They don't have to be hauling. They still got to be going quick, but they don't have to be hauling. Right. To allow, you know, more audience interaction. Because it's got to be fun for the audience. It's got to be, True. like, it's, it's I, I don't know, like, a theater is designed to put you into the movie. Like, it's, like, it's dark everywhere. There's sound all around you. And there's a big screen in front of you, you know. And you're kind of isolated right. from everyone else. The same with, like, uh, same with, like, a play. Like, good plays are in, like, small theaters or big theaters where they can utilize the space. And it's, right. like, a parade that just marches down the center of the road is boring. You got to you got to right. you got to spread out. Go into the people. Meet the people. Right. All right. When are we doing it? What when are we doing? <laughs> um Well, my Friday is open if you want to start working on it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, busy Friday. Um uh we'll have to start another time. I'll uh get back to you on that just as soon as uh my schedule becomes available. <laughs> okay. It's never, people. Good. Never. Well, thank you for confirming my thoughts on parades and presenting welcome, my friend. the solution that obviously all cities need to hear. Fortunately, I think a lot of government officials listen to the podcast, so I think we'll be <laughs> Excellent. standing for next summer. <laughs> right. Next summer, it should just now it should just get progressively better. Now that we've told the people what they need to do. They will do it. There's probably actually like a city mayor nearby that's listening to the podcast right now and going like, crap, like the parade's like a week away. If only I had listened to this earlier, I would have changed everything. But we'll just have to wait till next time. <laughs> I sure hope not. Oh, man. <laughs> Sometimes I hope that people hear our podcast and I hope that they don't try to do anything we talk about. Because <laughs> you're saying some of our ideas are impractical. <laughs> they are amazing ideas, okay? <laughs> just not always perfect, you know? They just they need some more ironing out. It's like we need to have several stages of the podcast where it's like we get first round of ideas. This is like the brainstorming session. David and Aaron saved the world. And then and then you got to get a couple more guys and you get like Mike and Andrew and they have they have uh, <laughs> they have the the refinement podcast and then from there you know you get uh, Billy and and Joe and they and they do the they do the actionable items podcast and and then so so that then you listen to them in series you know it comes out as a series there's there's uh, like a, a waterfall a cascade of of episodes to listen to the podcast names just get longer like mike and andrew save david and aaron's world and then like jim and bill save mike and andrew's saved version of david and aaron's world <laughs> joe it's just and like angie. this ridiculously long <laughs> joe and angie put together a to-do list based on mike and andrew's <laughs> saving david and aaron's world yes yes People, if you are listening and your names happen to be Mike and Andrew, please make a follow-up podcast. Yes. <laughs> Get in contact. This would be amazing. Absolutely amazing. So, 
this thing happened to me. Makes me so mad. You just experienced it. You experienced <laughs> a small, a small, little, tiny portion of the problems that have caused me much grief over the past over the past few months. Tell me, Aaron. Tell me your woes. <sighs> <laughs> Thank you, friend. <laughs> so, usually I can use my laptop microphone, right? It's great. Mm-hmm. It usually works because it's, it's a laptop, so it's got a built-in webcam and a built-in microphone. Perfect. Great. You know, easy. You just plug in some headphones and, and, and roll with it. So one day, one day, I went to go play with my friends or my siblings or something, and my microphone wasn't working. And I could not figure out what was wrong with my microphone, right? So I'm, like, clicking through stuff, and I'm, and I'm searching everything. I'm Googling it. I'm... I'm I'm turning drivers on and off. I'm digging into the into the code. I'm digging into the the Windows interface, you know, trying to trying to figure out what's going on with my microphone. Why isn't it responding? Cuz when you turn on the laptop, it turns on the microphone. Right. And when I'd start up a program that used it, it would use the microphone for all of 2 seconds and then and then the microphone levels would drop and it it wouldn't pick up anything after that. So I'm like trying to figure out what is going on with this. And I'm getting kind of frustrated. Mm-hmm. And it was finally like, I don't know what to do. Like, I can't figure <laughs> out what it could be. I've, I've tried backing up drivers. I've tried, I've tried installing new drivers. I've tried deleting everything and reinstalling it. It's like nothing is working. And it's obvious. <laughs> it's obvious to me that it's not a hardware problem because the microphone would work for two seconds before it would shut off. Right. Right. So I email Dell, right? I'm like, hey, Dell. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dell. This is your laptop <laughs> that I bought from you, and I need a little help. But, but tell me what. Tell me what you could do. Tell me what. Tell me how you can help. I tried to get help through uh, the the driver, the like the audio driver manufacturer, Realtek, mm-hmm. and there's like no way to get in contact with them. So I was like, whatever, whatever. <laughs> I'll talk to Dell first. So I go to Dell, and I'm like, Dell, come on, man, help me out. I get an email back <laughs> really fast, mind you. It was an incredibly quick email. I was like, oh, nice. Email back. We're working on it. Excellent. Another day later, I get another email back from them. They're like, hey, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. <laughs> it's a software issue. My first thought was like, duh. Like, I know it's a software <laughs> issue. I've been, I told you in the email I sent you that I've been working on it. And it's a software issue. <laughs> but whatever, whatever, fine. Okay, it's a software issue. Great. Okay. Let's look at some options. And I was like, okay, great. So I click on the link that they send me, right? And it opens up this table. And this table has all the options for how to pay money to get help with my computer. <laughs> and I was like, I just about lost it. I was like, what do you mean? What? Do you? I was looking at the price. I was like, what do you mean? Where's the option? Where's the download link? Where's the new drivers? Like, you broke it. Like, I can only assume that an update that you sent out broke this thing. Right. <laughs> and now I can't fix it. And you're going to charge me $100 to do a software update on my laptop. I was like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> I could not believe it. That was like their cheapest plan. I was like, we'll help you fix this problem one time. 100 bucks. I was like, $100? $100 Gosh. for what? For That's crazy. what? <sighs> That makes me extra mad because, like, go talk to Windows and Microsoft. And guess what? The last time I had a problem with a Microsoft product, they fixed it. 
they fixed it just fine. I was having problems right. installing an, an operating system to a computer. And I was like, hey, yo, I need a little help with this thing because it's not working. And they were like, oh, send us the key. And I sent them the key. And they were like, hey, so try it again. And I tried it again and it's still not working. So they are like, hey, so we're just going to reset the key on this license for Windows and you should be able to download it and install it. Did that. It worked fine. It was great. Free <laughs> customer support. <laughs> this makes me never want to buy a Dell laptop again. <laughs> ah, it makes me so mad because you get your laptop and you're like, oh, there's a bunch of adware and stuff already installed. There's still this like Dell audio that I can't get rid of. I can't un- uninstall it. I don't. I don't want it. It it always messes up the sound because it turns on the equalizer right. and enhancer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry to hear your tells of woe. <laughs> that is frustrating, though. Um, especially if they're not willing to do it for free. That seems kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Well, or even a reasonable like ten bucks. Like ten bucks, we'll yeah. take a look at it. Like, like a hundred dollars, really? can't take that long for some guy to go on there remotely and check some specs you know like seriously it's like i paid like a thousand dollars for this laptop like <laughs> yeah. and you're telling me that oh you don't have a warranty and so we can sign you up for a warranty or we can fix this problem once it's like i don't want to pay for a warranty i want you to fix the product that you made <laughs> yeah that seems reasonable <laughs> well and a product that they're still supporting because i still get stupid dell update coming up and it pops up and it says hey we got some new things to install for you so i found a workaround right i bought these headphones and they work pretty good because they got an inline microphone except for that like the drivers don't work for the inline microphone so i had to like find different drivers somehow and it didn't work for a long time and then at one time it worked and it works now so i haven't messed with it since and and i (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I think I, what I did is I, I stepped back the drivers. I, I, I got an older driver. Right. And then I go in and Dell updates like, hey, we want to do an update two new items. And I click on it and it's like one of them is a, a BIOS update, which they do like constantly. I'm like, why are you constantly updating the BIOS? Like what in the BIOS needs to <laughs> constantly be updated? But whatever. Fine. Whatever. BIOS update. The other update was a driver <laughs> update for the sound. And I was like, don't you touch the sound you guys ruined it once already i'm not gonna let you touch it again don't you dare get near my (laughs) bloody sound card (laughs) so i've been trying i've been trying and there's no way to turn off this dell update right it's just like dell audio you can't you can't get rid of it like it's there forever you're just like ah just ah just ah like let me have a laptop that's mine There's so many things that I want to comment on this. <laughs> if you would humor me. Go for it. Let's let's hear it. Let's hear it. What you got? What you got for me? So first of all, I've never heard anyone call it BIOS. That is interesting. Most people call it BIOS. But I might call it BIOS because it sounds more like a Star Wars movie or something or like Star Wars. BIOS? BIOS. What? Yeah. The, the BIOS? <laughs> the BIOS? Yeah. Anyways, I, I might switch over to yours because it sounds cool. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I've changed your world forever. It's, I just, I, I, wait, wait. Give me, just give me just one second. <laughs> Take it in. Take I'm it in. I'm just gonna, 
I'm uh, okay. I googled the word. Okay, and it's got the little pronunciation button, right? So I'm gonna press that. What's it sound like? Bios. Mm-hmm. Bi- bios. Bios. Bi. Is that? What did I say? Oh. I said bios. No, no. It. I don't know if I trust that though, because it's it's an abbreviation, anyways. So. That's true. It it doesn't really have a pronunciation. It's just like the GIF versus GIF, or the GUI versus GUI. Oh, oh. It doesn't really have an answer, but like it really does when you talk to certain people. <laughs> <laughs> Dang straight, it does. It's a GIF, not a GIF. It's a GIF. Yes, they thank make... you. Thank you for agreeing on that one. You sound like anyone that says GIF sounds like an idiot. Sorry, I'm just going to put that out there. Don't say GIF, please. It's not it's a peanut GIF. butter. They don't spell it like the peanut butter. What's GIF? It's peanut butter. A GIF <laughs> is a, a moving image on your screen. Oh, when was the last hard. time GI made the GIF sound anyway? <laughs> it's GE that makes the GIF sound. <laughs> Anyways, so thank you for agreeing on that one. Oh, can I? I have one more pronunciation thing that bothered me <laughs> yes, for a long time. Do. Coupon. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I think it should be coupon. I think that's a better way of saying it. I think it sounds smarter when you say coupon. Uh, like it's just it's simpler. It's it's easier. And for for a long time, okay. I could Google the word, and there was one pronunciation guide that said coupon. And you click on it, and it goes huh. coupon. And you're like, see? I- I'm right. It's coupon. And then they updated it, and now there's two pronunciations for the word coupon. <laughs> there's coupon and coupon. And I'm like, oh, there's there's no Q. Uh, <sighs> see, this is interesting, because like, I can't determine which one I do say normally. Right. Like, in my heart, I want to say I say coupon. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> Right. Maybe like it's just because I heard you say it that I'll say it like that. But I can't tell. But that's an interesting right, one. Right. The the other one that I need to bring up is uh in the physics realm, you know the name E U L E R, famous physicist and mathematician. Yeah. How would you say that? Euler. E E U L E R, right? His official name was Euler. That's the proper pronunciation. Oh no, is it? And like yeah, and like I almost got beat up in like a physics class once for saying Euler <laughs> when I was supposed to say Euler. Like I've never been intimidated by so many nerds in my life that normally I wouldn't feel threatened by, but like everyone like just kind of ganged up on me. And I was like, "Am I going to get beat up in this classroom for pronouncing something differently?" <laughs> anyway, so just so you know, if you're ever near a group of physicists, it's okay. Euler, not Euler. It's Euler, but. I can't. I, I, oh, I just. I can't wrap. Oh, that just doesn't even make sense. Like, ah, <laughs> uh, I can get behind. Oh, there's the pronoun. I see it. The pronunciation guide. O y is emphasis with the dash l a r. Euler. Yeah. Oh. That, oh, that's that's bad. That's not good. That's bad. <laughs> oh, that's rough. Huh? Anyways, sorry to okay. tangent on that. Euler. Wait, no, 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 it's okay, because I have one more, too. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay, seriously? Seriously, I have just about crossed the line where I, like, have lost my mind. But <laughs> one day, I was sitting down, and I was looking at this... I, I don't even know what I was looking at. You know, I don't even know what I was thinking about. But I was just thinking about the letters, the letter Q, 
And I thought to myself, when does Q happen without a U? Like, when in English is there a Q and not a U? You know what I'm saying? Okay. And when I got to thinking, like, what in the world is the point of a letter that that needs <laughs> another letter? I was like, the point of the whole English language, like, the whole point of language is to make things clear and concise. And you're putting a letter that needs another letter. <laughs> like, when do, when do you need a Q? You don't need a Q. I'll tell you why you don't need a Q, because a C and a K can make the Q, can make the Q sound. It's, I, I can't, it's, I, it's, you could put a C-U or a K-U, Q. It's, or a C-W or something. Or a C-W, right. It's, it's, it's like, what's the point of the, U, the Q in this language? I get it for interla- <laughs> interlingual things, because some languages have it without a U. That's fine. Right. But for English, I don't get it. I don't get it. I feel like that's one of those things that requires a lot of investigation that I'm not willing to do because I'm not that <laughs> curious about it. <laughs> well, I, neither am I. Plus, then it's one le- like if I figure out why, then it's one less thing for me to be grumpy about. Which I, I like being grumpy about things sometimes. Right. Like, come if on. you don't, if you don't have trivial things to be grumpy about. <laughs> Then you get grumpy at things that ra- really matter, and then that's not good, right? So you have to, like, oh, today was a bad day at work, but that's fine. But the letter Q, oh, I'm so mad at the letter Q. What's wrong with it? And then you don't get mad at your boss and other things, right? So it's all good. Right, right. Oh, my goodness. You have just, David, this is this is a revolutionary advancement in the DSW podcast because now me complaining about petty little things is a good thing. <laughs> I have a reason now. This is so good. Th- thank you, my friend. Thank you. This, you this you're makes welcome. Me happy. I'm glad I could calm your cognitive dissonance there towards <laughs> your eternal state that you have. <laughs> Anyways, going way back. Right. To BIOS and your computer Whoa. problems. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, my second thought was that it's it's funny that you bring up this whole thing of like trying to talk with the company and getting it fixed because I always hate when I need to get some type of repair done or service done, whatever it is. Because usually I, I'm, again, I'm a computer science master's student, so... I know computers and technology pretty well. So usually if there's a problem, yeah. I can fix it. But like there's yeah. certain things like I just can't do where it's like I need a new part or like if the internet goes down and like they need to reset it or whatever it is, you just have to call somebody because they can do that. But right. I, yeah. I hate it because there's always like a certain set of steps they want you to go through. Like Oh, and I like I've tried like I try everything I can to like let them know I've tried this. Yeah. Like, Hi, my, my name's David. I, I'm having a problem with the internet. Like I already, you know, sometimes I'll even say like, I'm a computer science student. So I know what I'm talking about. Like I've already diagnosed the router's working fine. The signal's coming out. There's something wrong with the gateway. I need you to reset the network from your side so that it works on my side. And then they'll be like, Oh, okay. Can you do the following? Like, can you turn the computer on and off? It's like, no, I've done all these. Go down to the list where it says we'll reset 
the network for you because that's the problem. Just do it, okay? And then it'll be fine. <laughs> They're like, try unplugging the modem and plugging it back in. It's like, uh, I've done this. I know the steps. Like, just do what I asked, okay? <laughs> There's no way around it. There never is. It's always the same. And you're like, I did that three times. Thank you. Please fix the problem. <laughs> like, it's not my problem. It's your problem. <laughs> Anyways, I'm glad you can relate to this. Because it's oh, so frustrating. Because oh. they, they don't bend at all. You can't even no. say, like, I promise it's not going to be on my computer. But mm-hmm. they just have their instructions and it just goes around. Right. They follow them to a T. The last time I had to, I, I like I was talking about with the problems with Windows, they, they made me do that. I had to I had to walk through all the different little steps. It was like, have you tried doing this? And you tried doing that? And you do that and do this and do that. And I'm like, I did that twice and nothing's happening. And I've been doing this other thing the whole day like the whole day i've been trying to do this thing <laughs> and and nothing's happening and i'm only talking to you because the problem is outside of my technical <laughs> experience and control it's like you know how to fix the problem just fix it you know what they should do is they should just give you like a seven question quiz at the beginning of the phone call <laughs> And, like, it just determines how much technical knowledge you have. And then based on that, they have, like, a separate list of instructions. Right, right. They can talk to you. They can stop talking to you like a grandma and and start talking to you like another person, like a young person who knows computers. Like, yes, yes, I know what's going on. Like, talk to me this way, please. That would definitely help. That's a good solution. Well, I didn't even get to that point with Dell. thank goodness they didn't make me go through all that and then send me an email that says i have to pay for their services like oh my gosh i would have just i would have just right i I don't know what i would have done it's just i'm not buying another dell laptop not after this debacle Uh, (sighs) another another thing i was going to bring up is like Mm -hmm. it reminded me of experience that i had with one of my friends in the lab Mm -hmm. we're doing deep learning stuff so we all have the really nice towers with the NVIDIA graphics cards oh, in them. Oh, you know, mine oh, has two me. 1070s in it, so oh, it's pretty nice. <laughs> but sadly, it's not being used for gaming. It's mostly being used for number crunching. Oh, but. it's killing me, David. It's killing <laughs> me. He showed me those computers once, people. I have never ever been able to be on a computer as nice as that and he just he just he he doesn't even use it for what it's meant for what it was designed for for games i'm sorry i'm just trying to push the boundaries of science my bad (laughs) i'm trying to push the boundaries of experience david and i can't so i'm sitting here with my oh my trash dell laptop it's so nice people so nice anyway anyways i bring that up because my friend in the lab he has a similar setup to mine mm-hmm. and one day he's working and his screen just goes black what? after an update and i'm like oh that's not good fortunately i had enough experience using the command line and yeah. 
just was able to kind of pull up the command line from the back system in like safe mode and all this stuff. Anyways, we found out that the update on Windows for the system actually uh-huh. it, it was another Dell machine. It was an Alienware machine. Oh, interestingly oh. enough. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Anyways, one of the updates had not worked with the graphics card, having two graphics cards, and so it like broke the drivers. Oh. Anyways, so we had to like reinstall the drivers and we got fixed and everything, which was good. But we were like freaking out for a little bit. Right. Anyways, right. it just it just brings up this problem with updates and computers. Because Seriously. there's so many things they're trying to fix, but every little thing you try to fix causes more problems so it's like this constant like cat and mouse game that they're always doing which i'm sure is frustrating for them and i understand they're like trying to fix the problems and stuff but it's more frustrating for everyone else that's constantly going through this battle (laughs) i feel like technology should be like a sleeping bear almost the point is to not wake up the bear once something's (laughs) working just leave it be (laughs) don't touch anything like it's in a current state that's running just don't oh, wake man. up the bear, you know, and then we'll be good. I'm slowly adding that to my the way I run my life and just <laughs> and just that exact procedure. It's like, okay, okay, it's working. Don't look at it. Don't touch it. Use it until it breaks again. Okay, it'll it'll be okay. <laughs> we can deal with the bear after it woke after it wakes up. That's a problem for for future us, not current us. Get, get your sticks ready to smack it if needed but get your bear repellent but don't touch the bear right do not do not do anything to disturb it <laughs> man but i hear you with those updates like i agree they they must have a real hard time like doing updates because at least from a user perspective Anytime Windows has a major update, I'm like immediately in like disaster control mode. It's like, okay, <laughs> what broke? Because something broke. This update's great. Awesome. You guys added 3D paint. Great. What broke? What did you guys break in my computer? Because <laughs> something's gone now and it's your fault. <laughs> it's like a roll of the dice. It's like gambling. Do I do the update or do I stick with what works? And it's like, eventually right. what works will not be supported anymore, so you have to keep doing updates. But, like, <laughs> when when will the updates be okay? And it's like, uh, and then Windows forces you into updates, and Dell forces you into updates. You're like, I don't need updates, Dell. <laughs> <sighs> it must be very, very difficult for them. And yes. I feel for them. Sadly, I don't know the solution for this one off the top of my head. Nah. I just can't think of any, because it's all the security stuff, really, that's what they do it for. Right, right. And that bear you can't leave untouched because it's constantly chasing you. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. So you're you're being chased by a bear while trying to not wake up another bear. It's a very difficult task if you think about it. (laughs) Right, right. It's it's technological warfare. And and like no one wins in war. Everyone gets hurt. So it's like... when you're signing up to use the service, you're signing up for technological warfare that you have to be part of in some small part. And it's like, you're, you're, you just got to accept these problems. Cause you're just cause, part of the collateral damage. Cause if Bill Gates with his billions of dollars and his huge company can't fix it. Bummer, dude. Like just bummer. I don't know how you're going to fix it. <laughs> I like that analogy. <laughs> 
the sleeping bear. I like that. That's good. That's good. We've had enough problems this day. <laughs> Indeed. Let's, let's get into this. I, I feel like we've been missing on our problems we'll solve. So thank goodness we have two of them today. Yeah. It's, this is a rarity because usually you're the one to bring problems we'll solve. But I also have a problem we'll solve to bring to the table yes. as well. Yes. So this will be good. Solving problems on both David and Aaron's side of the world. <laughs> Basically, we have the whole world covered. So, like, I, I can't think of – this is just wonderful. You know, it's just great. <laughs> if you think of our two realms of experience, we pretty much cover every human experience there is. If you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Everything – well, I mean, we might be missing, you know, the whole, like – Everything that women deal with, but you know, that's that's a topic for that's another right. day. We probably shouldn't make that claim. Eh? <laughs> so, first problem well solved. Not three minutes before we started this this podcast recording session, I came across something on my Reddit feed, and mm-hmm. both David and I have watched this video. It will be in the show notes, hopefully. Indeed, yes, it will be there. Okay, yeah. I don't do the show notes. David takes care of that. So like, <laughs> and it's it's really hard to put a YouTube link in the show notes, but I will get it in there just for you, Aaron. Okay, just for you. Okay, <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, I came across a movie trailer, and I don't usually watch movie trailers. People, as you know, I am a little bit a little bit of a, an extremist when it comes to spoilers. So. I don't usually watch trailers, but this trailer I had to watch. It's for a new movie called Current Wars. Okay? Like mm-hmm. like electric current, okay? If you think back a couple episodes, we were talking about the dirty, rotten, no good <laughs> Thomas Edison and the hero Tesla and his mighty, mighty companion Westinghouse. Guess what? There is a movie coming out in October. That is about this. It's called Current Wars, and I'm so excited. The trailer looks so good. It's and got Benedict Cumberbatch yeah, and Tom say, Holland. The actors on that list are awesome as well. So oh, it's going to be good. So good. Yes, yes. It looks like it's got new stuff in film that looks like really, um, I, don't, I don't know, very... Uh, the style looks very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stylistically, it looks amazing. I don't know. What were your thoughts on it, David? Well, like when I saw just like the name, my heart started to flutter a little bit with excitement. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, well, first of all, anything with Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be good. It just has yeah. to. Be. Like you can't have something go wrong if Benedict Cumberbatch is in there. The- <laughs> This is true. I have not seen a bad movie that he has been the lead actor in. So, true. You know. But overall, just I'm excited that we're going to bring this out. I am a little afraid, obviously, with any movie, that there's going to obviously be fictitious dialogue and writing. And oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm curious how they portray it. Yeah. How factual they stay and all that types of things. But... Overall, I'm just glad that we're even presenting this because I feel like the world doesn't even know this story. And this was my right, whole rant. Right. We paint this amazing picture of Edison, even <laughs> though he's done some really horrible things in this setup. Um, yeah, yeah. In that couple of years in the current wars. 
And so I'm just glad that we're, we're bringing it up. And what better way to inform people than a movie, you know, with Benedict right, a, Cumberbatch. <laughs> right, a big movie. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm just excited. I'm sure they're probably going to bring in extra drama and all that type oh, yeah. of stuff. But overall, if, as long as we're even presenting this, I think it's good. Yes, I I couldn't agree more. I'm so excited. At first, I was a little bit disappointed that it took them so long to respond to our call. But <laughs> I guess if you're going to make a AAA movie, it's got to be – it's going to take a little bit of time to get rolling. So, you know, I, I, I can forgive them for that. Um. <laughs> and if you think about it, I mean, Bandit Cumberbatch has a busy schedule. So he probably didn't get to listen to that episode of the podcast right away. <laughs> but as soon as he heard it, he probably got invested in that and started talking to some people. <laughs> <laughs> yes and yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Although I hope there's not too much, too much tomfoolery with the with the dramatization because that was yeah. one thing that just like, like First Man, great movie, until like all that little weird drama stuff that they added. It was like, uh, mm. that's not in the movie. Like that's not how it was. Right. And I hope there's not too much of that. I'll have you by my side fact checking the whole way through the movie though. So, so this yes. will be good. This is one we need to watch together for sure. Yes, yes. Man, we're starting to stack up movies we got to watch together. This is not good. <laughs> Definitely. Well, Who it is am good. I kidding? It's amazing. It is good. It's, it's just going to be hard to do. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just I just got to carve out more time. I'll have more time later. October will be a good time. I don't have anything <laughs> going on October. This is going to be great. It's going to be great. We'll figure it out. Um, yes, yes. But overall, I, I am curious how they paint the picture and who they make the villain. Or if they kind of make them both the villain or how they play that right. out. That will be interesting to say the least. Yeah. The worst yeah, thing they could yeah, do sure. is play Edison as the hero somehow. I don't know how you do that with all the horrible <laughs> things he did. So if you just play him as a pure hero, then I'll be really mad, even if it's been a cover match. <laughs> like, I'll still probably right, like right. the movie, but I'll be really mad of how they painted this and if he's still the hero at the end. But, right, right. But overall, problem will solved, right? Like, what better way to get the word out about right. this dilemma? Yes. Yes and yes. It's good to know that, that, that people are listening. And responding to the <laughs> podcast, I'm I'm never sure if our ideas will will permeate the world, but they they seem to do that. They seem to to latch on and and, and and change people. So so hopefully hopefully this this changes for the better. Indeed, I'm I'm real excited. Another thing about it is if it does well enough, and if it's a good enough movie, I might just assign it for homework for my students. You know. <laughs> oh, yeah. You gotta watch this movie to pass my class. Sorry. <laughs> You need to know. Dude, you would be the most loved teacher if you did that. Like, you guys have to go watch this awesome, sweet movie. Okay, that's all you got to do. This is your this is your homework for this. This week. is your test watch for the movie. unit. You have to go watch the movie. This is your test for the unit. <laughs> the administrators come in. They're like, uh, David, what what do you what? Why are you assigning movies for homework? And you're like, because it's important. <laughs> Thank you. Please listen to this podcast. The English teachers get to do it. The film teacher gets to do it. Why can't I do it? <laughs> oh man, pretty soon you're watching all the movies. 
You just you just queue up a huge list of sci-fi movies. You're like, okay, we're going to talk about all these movies and why they don't make any sense because of physics. <laughs> I actually will play movie clips in my classroom and just point out like all the terrible physics in them. That's actually one of my uh-huh. favorite things to do in class is like, all right, we just talked about gravity. All right, let me show you this clip from Star Trek, which is just awful <laughs> with gravity or whatever it may be. <laughs> so that is actually a fun this- activity I do. Doesn't make any sense. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm Uh, very excited. I might, if it's good, I might be pulling clips and such from it. Yes. Definitely a problem well solved. Yes. There's got to be some good clips in there. It looks so good. I'm so excited. Listeners, you got to watch the trailer on the show notes. Just go do it. Yep. Yep. And And then soon enough. Soon enough, that movie will be out. October. Put it on your calendars. I probably won't, but put it on your calendars so that you remember. Hopefully the hype builds up by then so yes. people just know. Every, everyone will remember where they were at when they saw the trailer for that movie. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I certainly will. <laughs> I, I will as well. <laughs> Uh, Should we move on to our next problem well solved? Yes, please. I I love these problems well solved. Okay, so this problem now is going to probably sound trivial compared to what we just talked about. Because <laughs> no, current no. war is life-changing <laughs> stuff. But problem well solved <laughs> is one I've recently discovered since being married and moving into our own apartment and everything. Mm-hmm. Because in any situation before... When I was living at home or with roommates or whatever that was, I couldn't ever use a blender because they're way too loud. Okay. I couldn't use a blender for any breakfast type smoothies or anything like that. But my wife actually works earlier than I do, so she's usually out of the house before I am, out of the apartment. Okay. And so I've been able to start doing more stuff with a blender for breakfast. Oh, I see, because there's no one to disturb. Yes, exactly. And those little blenders where you take the cup and you turn it upside down and you put it into the blender and the top of the lid is the actual blade that blends everything. Right, yeah, yeah. Those things rock. They are so convenient. (laughs) I cannot tell you how many smoothies I've had in the past month (laughs) because (laughs) of these awesome little blenders. Because you just get like some bananas from the store and some Greek yogurt and milk and you just throw it in there with some protein powder, and then suddenly you have like a chocolate milkshake, but you can call it breakfast. Like, it's amazing. (laughs) But it's it's breakfast. It's a magical breakfast. (laughs) So good. But it's just all this, you know, just all this stuff you would normally eat for breakfast that's like kind of boring and you get tired of. But like, I never get tired of smoothies, probably because they're loaded with sugar, but I don't care. Like, they taste (laughs) awesome. And I can convince myself they're healthy enough, you know, so... <laughs> it's like those vegetable straw snacks. They're like, this is really just chips, but I feel good about it, and therefore I can eat lots of it. It's true. <laughs> Although I will say, veggie straws I think are kind of gross. But what? Have you ever had the veggie chips? Those are better. No, no, I haven't had the chips. The chips I, are better I... than the straws. Just saying. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I really like biting into those straws. I really like that they're square instead of instead really? of circular. 
I like that they're salty. I like that they are pretend healthy. Just like smoothies. <laughs> it's my favorite. I love it. Like mm. pancakes too. Pancakes, pretend healthy. Orange yes. juice, pretend healthy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> You're, you also like salt them. and vinegar chips though. So we're just going to have to disagree what? on this one. <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> we're going to have to disagree to disagree. All right. <laughs> Let the debate begin. <laughs> Anyways, but <laughs> blenders, those little blenders. Because the big, huge uh-huh, blenders uh-huh. are annoying. They're a pain. You have to throw everything in, and then oh, cleaning them is a pain in the butt. It's so, a pain. So just these the little small blenders where you just make it in, in its space, in its spot, and you just put it right on there. And uh-huh. Then you can screw off the top and clean the blade really quick. Oh, they're just right, so right. nice. You just wash it off. And then you got your cup full of just enough smoothie, just enough breakfast. Right. It's uh, this... Sounds magical. I only have one of the big clunky blenders, mm. and we hardly ever make smoothies. And this sounds like a thing I'm missing in my life. Yes, you do need to get one of the small blenders. They're awesome. They are a problem well solved. <laughs> they solve all the problems, except one. We'll come to this in a second. They solve all the Ooh. problems of a regular blender that makes it so that you never make a smoothie or whatever it is. <laughs> right, <or> right. <laughs> And then there's like a little bit left over. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the small blenders are just awesome. So that's a problem. Okay. But. Okay, okay. Wait, what's the but? Yes. But just like any other blender, they're super loud, right? <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, they are. Like I can see this being a problem in the future because once I go back to my teaching schedule, like right now I can wake uh-huh. up whenever I want because I'm not teaching. But once I go back to teaching, I'm up Ooh. in the morning at like 6.30. Right. Well, I'm waking up early. I'm eating breakfast around 6.30. I can't be like using a blender at 6.30 and waking up my wife and that type of stuff. Right, right. So it's going to be harder once it's the school year. So the question is, we got to figure out a way to make blenders quiet. And I think mm. there actually are super expensive quiet blenders out there. But I want a way to make them quiet yeah. without expense, because obviously, right. obviously you right. should be able to do that, right? You should you should be able to get anything you want without having to pay for it. But <laughs> like customer service, like customer yeah. service, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, how how do we do this? So I've, I've, I have a couple mm-hmm. of ideas. Any any come to your mind right off the bat? Just out of yeah, yeah. One comes off comes to mind right off the bat. Um, a vacuum. Sound mm. doesn't travel inside a vacuum, right? Yes. So what you do is you just you just put a box, you, you know, like a box around around the blender mm-hmm. with like a little access port, and the, and then like and then like those gloves that they use, like the CDC <laughs> that go into the box, right? Right, like the big long rubber gloves. Um, exactly. So you can like poke the buttons and and like a spacesuit gloves, you know, mm-hmm. and then and then you just you just you just sw- flip a switch, turn on the vacuum in the morning, vacuum out all the air from around the blender, and and, and then and then you just you blend in perfect silence. You turn off the blender, you turn off the vacuum, repressurize the the box. You gotta repressurize the box or something. And then you just open the door and drink your drink your space smoothie. It's true. It's genius. So. I actually have the same idea. Really? Yeah. And I think that's actually a similar vein to how the quiet blenders work. There's only one problem with it. Okay. Like you said, vacuums are quiet, but vacuum pumps are not quiet. (laughs) (laughs) So pumping out the air 
would be a problem in and of itself. Mm. I, I think what the the nicer mm. ones do is they actually have like a kind of like the vacuum cups, the coolers. Have you ever oh, seen those? Where, like the water bottles yeah, that they, everyone loves. They have just a vacuum that is pre-made that you can never open or close. That's just around the container and they use that right. in a certain way. So you could do that. Hmm. But I was thinking there's actually a more general solution that solves a lot of problems. Is just okay. like there's sound booths that you can go in and record. I just want a one of those rubber glove en- entrances <laughs> to like a soundproof box that has like an outlet in it. You know, it doesn't have to be so completely soundproof. It just has like foam wedges and stuff. And there's like one side with like three panes of glass or whatever it is. And then I can do whatever I want in that little soundproof box, you know. I can use my blender. I could put any loud things. I'm trying to think of some other examples. You ever had something, you know, where you're like, oh, I wish I could just do this somewhere where it wouldn't be loud, you know. <laughs> I wish I could do this quietly. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. And this is a great idea. I can already see it. Like you're looking through. I can see the room already. You're looking through the glass and and it's like that. It's like one of those like oh one of those like in, inception images where it's like there's a table like a black table with a blender on top of it and then like these huge cones of foam huge like, like right. three five ten feet long cones of foam just pointing right at the blender with a spotlight right on it oh yes 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 the spotlight's an out of touch I like it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got to be able to see. I mean, I mean, you got to see the see the silence that's that's, that's making your smoothie. I just, ah, yeah. uh, uh, David, it's a great idea. Well, the other one that came to mind just barely is like power tools. Like, there's a lot of times where I'm like, ah, uh, this power screwdriver would be nice to use on this thing, but it's gonna be super loud. You know, I, <laughs> right? I, you could just put it in the box. You know, close it up. And then you could drill the uh, hole into the wood or whatever it is you need, and then you could take it back out, and you don't disturb anybody. You know, like power tools, kitchen appliances, it'd be awesome. This is this is a great idea. So I just need to be able to buy a soundproof box. I'm sure that's cheaper than buying a soundproof blender, but <laughs> but if we I mean, mainstreamed be... it, then sure, I'm sure there's some way we could get it down in cost. It certainly would be a lot cheaper. Well, see, if, then everyone would want one. Like, I just, I just, I can't even. Everyone would want one. I feel They're like great. parents of young babies would love it for certain. Yes, things. yes. Crazy people could spend their time just sitting in them. Like, <laughs> you could throw children in them. You, you can, you can, you can do loud activities, explosives. I just, I can't even. The, the possibilities, firearms. The possibilities are endless. <laughs> It's how big was the box you were imagining? I was (laughs) imagining like maybe a square meter. That's even bigger than I. I told you, I told you, it's 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 gonna be. Well, you see, you gotta have multiple sizes. Not not one size Mm, doesn't fit all in this case. (laughs) You can have the blender box that that fits a blender or small appliances. (laughs) You can have and then and then you you scale all the way up to like to like. A room, the the, <laughs> the the room, the the like rocket launch box, which is like big enough to fit like a Saturn V, <laughs> but quietly instead of really loud. A quiet Saturn I just, V launch. 
the top just opens up right at the right time for you after you watch it. <laughs> right, yeah, no, it's, it's just, it's, it's, you'd have to have sizes for all occasions. It's just, it's, it's a great idea. It's great. It's great. I could just sit in there to record the podcast. Oh, the yes, yes. In deadly silence with no me-mows meowing away in the background. <laughs> All right. We need, we need to talk some, to some people. I feel like yes. the people that make sound booths would be on board with this. Open up their client oh, yeah. base for sure. I mean, they make sound booths because they need quiet. They want to make quiet in the world. And that's what we're doing. We're adding quiet to the world. This is good. This is what we want in the world. Although it is one more step closer to our uh, pod uh, description <gasps> we were making that one time. <laughs> it is. It's the first step. <laughs> Pretty soon everyone wants to spend their whole day in the silent booth. Isn't that nice? What if it had wheels? What if you could travel around in it? Oh, what if it had a camera looking out on the world? Why not see, bring a TV see? inside of it for all things? A touchscreen. Never need to see the outside world. <laughs> I think that all of our ideas evolve into the pod at some point. <laughs> They're all slowly building onto this. <laughs> it's all steps to getting just in individual pods. This is this is this is the future, David. This is the future. Agreed. There, there's no way to stop it. You can't stop progress. <laughs>